listening to the Simple Pen Podcast, Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Hey everyone, thanks for listening in today. Today we're going to talk about using Ahology for Pinterest scheduling with Susan Wenner Jackson, who works for Ahology. And we here at Simple Pin use Ahology for several of our clients, um, some exclusively, some in combination with Tailwind for scheduling, but we really love some benefits that Ahology offers that no one else does. So I've brought in Susan today to talk a little bit about Ahology, their mission, how it's beneficial to content creators, and how you can use it as a scheduling tool for Pinterest. So welcome to the show, Susan. Hey, thanks for having me. Thank you. So let's dive in. Tell us a little bit about you and then... Maybe your story of how you got started with Ahology and then go into what's Ahology. Cool. Okay. Um, well, I am a native of Cincinnati, Ohio, and I live here currently today with my family. Um, I started out my career as a journalist, and so writing was always kind of fundamental to my existence and sort of I figured out I could make a living at it. And it kind of turned into marketing, copywriting, PR, and then once the web really blew up and social media entered the picture, I kind of went into that space. Um, I also, at the same time, just, you know, got married and had a, a child, and when I went back to work, this was 10 years ago now, I, I just felt this and crazy need to have a blog and blogs were new back then, right? This is 10 years ago. So yeah. they, were, they were kind of a new trendy thing. And I just was like, I need to, I need a blog about this whole being a working mom thing. This is super hard and what the heck. And I don't know what to do. And so, um, I started a blog called working moms against guilt. And I did that with, uh, three other people that I worked with. So we were all writers, all moms of new children of young children. And, um, we just kind of used the blog as our outlet for, whatever stuff was going on in our life. And it sort of turned into my, my playground or my laboratory for a lot of different things I would be doing for work. So whether I was working at an ad agency or, um, you know, doing freelance work, I would kind of use it as a place where I would learn about digital marketing and content marketing and social media, implementing it, but also just having that personal outlet. So that actually is what led me to Ahology because, um, when Ahology was first getting off the ground, this was a little over three years ago, um, somebody I used to work with, Bob Gilbreth, who's the co-founder of Ahology and our CEO, he called me up because he wanted somebody that understood marketing and also understood blogging really deeply and had a connection with bloggers. And so he thought of me, whoo. Uh, so yeah, that's awesome. I kind of just fell in my lap and I... Uh, was like, gosh, like, I don't know, I don't know what's going to happen with this, but it just sounds too perfect for me to pass up. So, um, I came on board and I was one of the first few employees and now we're up to like almost 50 employees. So, wow. Uh, so what year was that? So it time was, frame. was 2013. Okay. So Hology has just been, has it been four years yet it's or been, still? Yeah, it's been technically, it's been around for four years, but really it didn't have any, we didn't have any employees until early 2013. So, okay. Yeah. Got it. And 50 employees now. That's awesome. So fantastic. So what is, what's Ahology's mission? What, what do they exist to do? Well, our, our mission has always been to create kind of a mutually beneficial ecosystem for content creators and brands and 
the end consumers, the people out there that are either consuming brands' products and or the content that bloggers are creating. And so we wanted to make it so that all parties win together. And so we started really only with focusing on Pinterest as the place where we could do that. But we knew that would not necessarily be where we'd be forever, but that's kind of where we started because we recognized, hey, Pinterest is a place where content creators are are the champions. They're the ones that that's whose stuff is on there. It's mostly not brands. It's mostly content that people are finding. And then it's great for brands because brands can play either by putting their own content in there or supporting the people, that, the content creators that are putting their content on there and kind of reaching consumers in a, in a more meaningful way. So that's really been our mission from the beginning. And it really started very, very focused on Pinterest and has since broadened. And how did you guys really start to reach out to content creators to let them know like, hey, here's who we are, here's how we exist, and then kind of build out from there? What was that process? It was super old school, Kate. So <laughs> okay. old school. I mean, it was like uh, mm. me and maybe an intern and we would just sort of email people and I would try to tap into any blogging you know, lists that I used to, of people I used to know or people I knew. I went to a lot of conferences and spoke about it. Uh, and one by one, you know, I remember when I first started three years ago, we were super excited when we crossed the 100 blog threshold. <laughs> we were like, yes. yes, we have 100 bloggers using Ahology. And we were so proud of yeah. myself because, I mean, it was like I had to convince them of all these things to get them. Yeah, it was rough. <laughs> I was part of that initial Facebook group and kind of all those, you know, how do I use yes. it and add this code? It was so confusing, but you know, it's not confusing anymore. But I do remember those early days. It was, yeah, I mean, it was, it was very, uh, very bootstraps kind of uh, yeah. experience. And, um, you know, since then really are always our best our best way of growing has been through word of mouth and through people actually who use Ahology and love it and tell other bloggers about it to, to kind of get them to give it a try. That's always been the way we've been able to grow. We've never had a ton of money to do marketing or advertising of our, our business or anything like that. So we really rely on, you know, things like this, you know, people like you and influencers that are, are influential of bloggers um, on subjects like this. Right. Yeah, that's and I love that aspect of, you know, every I think that's the the great part about every good business story is that bootstrap time, you know, of really trying to gather support and going through those hard, messy times, because that brings you into where you're at today, which mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, you feel you're very streamlined. You guys offer some great trend reports, which we can talk about later. But I'd love to hear how. So you're working on getting all these content creators really into the system. So then talk a little bit about the brand side of things. Like how does how did that start getting rolling and you start to bridge that connection between content creators and brands? And maybe has it changed at all from what it started out as? Yeah, actually, it's funny that the brands came first because they were the ones going, uh, what is this Pinterest thing? And how are we supposed to do this? What, what's the deal? We don't get it. And there really wasn't a whole lot of companies out there that were helping brands with that issue. But because you know, our co-founders identified, oh, this Pinterest, it could be really huge for marketers. And Bob Gilberth, our co-founder, he was a former brand manager at Procter & Gamble. You know, he worked on Tide oh, okay. and Mr. Clean and a lot of big brands. And he had also been uh, running uh, an agency here in Cincinnati that did a lot of 
work on, on consumer brands. So he knew there was a lot of potential and he knew that brands are going to need someone to help them do it. So before we had even a content network or content creators, we had brands, but here was the thing. The brands really did not have any content to engage people with on. And they still, they still don't. And they still don't. (laughs) I feel like they have not gotten the message yet. Right. They, they just didn't have it. It was either too hard for them to create, or if they did create it, it always ended up looking like ads and it didn't really work. And so that's why we said, well, why don't, that's why Bob said, let's, let's hire Susan and make a content network. And so (laughs) that's what we did. We wanted, we said, we want to find, um, create a group of blogs that have that really fabulous content that really gets consumers engaged and reading it and enjoying it. They already understand these folks and they're already talking about these things. And then we'll give the brands access to it to be able to share it socially, to have something to put out there. And then eventually it, it it wasn't too long actually before brands started saying, "Well, well, why can't my brand be in that? I I, I don't want to just share generic stuff. I want my brand to be showcased because, mm-hmm. of course, the brands sell their products. They want their brand to be part of the message. So we we started to um, work with the brands to understand. Okay, well, what do you what are you looking for? And then we started working with the bloggers to find out how we could pay them to do what the blog brands were interested in. So we've kind of evolved to the point now where, you know, that's a big part of our product is, okay, brands, we're going to help you figure out what kind of stuff to share on Pinterest and and elsewhere on all your social platforms and even in your email lists and and all kinds of places, the websites. And then we're also going to help you identify the best people, the best content creators out there that we think you should work with and then make that whole process really easy and uh, have that content to work with. Awesome. So then do those brands contact the content creators directly? Do they have co- direct content or are you guys always that that bridge? Um, well, that's a good question. I'd say the, most of the time we are the, we're the bridge. If we're involved, it's because we help kind of smooth out and make the paint process less, hopefully less painful for everybody. Um, okay. But, you know, th- th- we're talking about very big enterprise brands. So mm-hmm. if you're, we don't, we don't really work with a lot of the small businesses or smaller brands. I think in those cases, it would make total sense to, to just work directly with the bloggers. But when you're talking about these brands where they've got, you know, a hundred different pieces of content all at the same time. They need somebody to help them manage that. Sometimes it's PR agencies, sometimes it's other agencies, and we're just kind of a supporting role. But um, we also have our own our own staff here that helps out with that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you guys have been doing this for a while. And one of the things that I respect about what you guys do is you gather a lot of data and trends and you see what's kind of happening within Pinterest and how people are using the platform. And you you do a yearly trend report. That's what it's, I can't remember the name of what it's called. Well, we have a content, an editorial planner calendar right. that, that you can plan out the year. But then we have a lot of other sort of almost category by category reports as well. Um, yes. and, and those come out periodically based on just lots of different ways of slicing and dicing the data that we have access to. But yeah, we're obsessed is- with, I mean, we're obsessed with trends and identifying like interesting and unique and um, tr- rising kind of topics and subjects that are kind of coming out of the larger uh, universe of content. Yes. And I love that. And that was something that I had done after I'd collected a year's worth of data here at Simple Pin. 
And one of the things that I compared, I did a study, which was comparing um, scheduling programs and if there was a benefit to using one over the other. And um, one of the things I compared was when people started with Ahology, did they experience a bump? And you and I had talked to what about four or five months ago about this. And we confirmed that we both noticed this bump. And you had said, I coined it the Ahology bumper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which it's, it is very true that when users start using Ahology, there seems to be this bump. And I know I have theories as to what it's attributed to, but I want to hear from you what you think causes this bump for content creators when they start using Ahology for scheduling. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's number one, it's like if you're putting out regular content through Pinterest and you can you can schedule it as opposed to doing it intermittently, that alone will give you some somewhat of a bump because suddenly there's a regular kind of flow of content going into the platform where before there wasn't. So that's kind of a simple thing, but you could probably say that about any scheduler. I think the other yeah. aspect of it is you have um, a, you, you've got a very active, engaged group of both brands and blogs who, who use our network to share content. We're very big proponents of sharing and curating as well as sharing your own content. So um, once you're starting to put your content into our network, then you're seen by a lot of other people who are very into sharing Pinterest content. And that could be people with huge followings or, you know, smaller people. But the fact is that there's a lot more people having the access to it that maybe didn't have it before. So I think the combination of those things kind of helps drive that bump. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. So for somebody listening who is going, I have no idea what Ahology is or how it works. Can you kind of give a brief overview, um, especially as we've just talked about putting the content into the yes. network? Yes. What does that kind of look right. like? So um, we kind of have uh, two different, I guess, products, if you will. One is our Pinterest scheduling and optimizing tools. And then we also have our sponsored content program. So the first set, is, the first product of the Pinterest scheduling and optimizing is where you basically join our network, you get an invitation to join or you apply to join and we say yes, set up your account. And once you do that, you put a little bit of code on your own site that helps to Ahology to be able to track your site's performance with Pinterest, etc. to help put a little pop up on your site for desktop viewers that encourages people to follow you on Pinterest. And then the other thing you do is you, you, you get a little uh, Chrome extension, um, which there's also a pin marklet if you don't use Chrome. Um, and that is what you can use then to create pins of whatever content you want from either your own site or other sites. But as you're doing it from your own site, you can also at the same time um, opt to have that content included into our network of content as well. So it's a little checkbox that says, yes, it's my content and I want it to be part of Ahology. And so then you're making it available for everybody else that's using Ahology. And then when you log into app.ahology.com, that's where you're going to see all the best content from everybody participating in our network, which it's a lot more than 100 now. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. How many? Do, how many do you um, have now? I think we're around it's over a thousand, isn't well, it? We're, we're yeah, we're around two thousand. Okay. Um, but I think we're going to grow that more once people start to use the sponsored content program. So there are some folks okay. that either aren't as into the Pinterest scheduling or they have a different tool they like or whatever. And so they have, the other option is you can just use our WordPress plugin, which allows all of your content to just automatically get put into our network 
um, without even having to use the Pinterest scheduling tool at all. It's just oh, pulling wow. right off of it's through WordPress. It's just pulling it off of your site, and you can check boxes to say whether you want it to or not. But and that allows brands to view your content to potentially work with you. Correct. Correct. Wow, that's pretty. That's, pretty that's a pretty new uh, right thing. That's only been out for maybe about a month now, and we had a plugin before. It's the same plugin. Right. Now, I remember that. Now that it does that extra thing. Uh, okay. So it allows your content to kind of just be constantly being pulled into the art network and um, able for brands able to see it, and then potentially we can work with you as well. So. So one of the the things that you said that I, I realized I've never understood this. I've never asked this question, but I get it a lot is can you schedule anybody's content using a hology um, to your time slots, I guess, if you will. Sure. Um, and do you just not select? You just don't you know, check the box that says this is my content and I want it to go in the network. It's, okay. So you just leave those blank and then nobody else in a hology sees right. it. It just goes to your scheduler. Yes. Okay. I thought that was the case but I wanted to hear from the source. That is, that is the case. That's very cool. That That's another added benefit that you don't always have to use the network. You're encouraged to because there's there's people putting good content in there. I know we have clients that put great content in there. So if you're really struggling to find good content, it's an easy way to find it. Absolutely. I, I mean, super I, I, the way a lot of people use Ahology, if they're going to use it for their Pinterest scheduling is, you know, every time they create, you know, every time they publish a new post, they create some pins um, and, and using Ahology schedule those and then they'll go into app.ahology.com and they'll just cruise it for content that, that appeals to them and they think that their audience will like and then they just schedule it out and that way they can just kind of populate their schedule with lots of great content, both their own and other people's. Right. So Ahology has a limit of 25 pins per day that you can schedule. Can you tell me a little bit about the theory behind capping it at 25? Sure. Um, actually, that came about um, as a, well, combination of things. One was a direct request from Pinterest, like, hey, uh, some people are, you know, pinning way, way, way too much and it's spammy and we're going to start to... Um, we're going to start either removing them from our system or we're going to just not show their pins to people. And so mm-hmm. as a protective measure, we wanted to make sure that people couldn't abuse the system through Ahology because we wanted our people to kind of be following the best practice. And other thing is, if you're doing more than 25 pins a day, you're doing it wrong. I mean, that's just too yeah, much. And I kind of wow, agree. Like, why would you be wasting it? It's like... It'd be like, I don't know, if you have an email list and you're emailing people like 10 times a day, like people yeah. would unsubscribe. They would say like, I don't want this. Yes. This is too much. Uh, right. So that's kind of where it came about. And since then, I mean, we've actually dropped the number of pins that a lot of our brands, for example, are pinning. Like some of our brands are only doing three, five pins a day, um, mm-hmm. where it used to be we recommended 15 to 20. I mean, now it's like, hey, if you do five or 10 a day, you're doing great because Pinterest is not about the quantity so much anymore. Yes. It's much about the quality. Yeah, I agree. We cap all of ours at 30. We won't go above that. And so we tell our clients, we just don't believe in the theory of more is better. Yeah. We believe less is better. And the quality of that, you retain the quality that you need to. And I have heard too that a lot of other brands going to three to five, and that's just, it's just fine for them because they're rocking it with those three to five pins that go out every day. Yeah. And it's been great. Um what a lot of people have, there's this mystery behind 
you know, getting accepted to the Ahology Network, which I know there's not any mystery, but people are like, oh, did you get accepted or when does it open? So can you tell me a little bit about that process and maybe putting people's fears at ease, mm-hmm. if you will? Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, so we had about a period of almost a year where we were not accepting any new people into the network. And it was strictly a result of our servers. Just we couldn't handle all the data of all the accounts. So by if we had added all the people that wanted to be in, we are our servers would have crashed and we would have been in bad times. And so it took us a long time to get this problem figured out. And so in that time, people thought, oh, Ahology's closed, you know, no one can get in. Well, that's been a long, I don't know, that's been over a year ago now. Yeah, it's been over a year. And so mm-hmm. since then, we have regularly been accepting people into our, our network. Um, and basically, the, the, the way that we do it is you just apply uh, through our website, ahology.com slash publishers. And there's a simple little form. We get a thing telling us when you've applied. And just a human being on our side, one of my team members, will take a quick look at your site and just make sure that it's a, a pretty quality site. And that's really, it's like, is this original quality content? Because our network, in, in order for it to work, the content needs to be original. It needs to be, you know, your own. And it has to be somewhat high quality because... People mm-hmm. don't really want to share content if it looks really terrible or the or it's a lot of stock photos that just are yeah. kind of generic. Um, it needs to be, you know. Or all tiny squares. Right, exactly. Um, or spammy or just tons of coupon stuff. If it's not mm-hmm. stuff that brands really find compelling, it's not really super useful to us. It needs to just be good content, content that you know, brands or top bloggers would want to share. And so I think that's where the mystery is because sometimes people might get um, a thing saying, oh, I'm sorry, you know, you're, you're not a good fit for our network. And and that does happen because it's just, you know, for different reasons. Or they, their content might just not be, might just not be like lifestyle friendly, you know, like if it might be something right. like, oh, no brand would ever share this because it's very controversial or something. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So there could be mm-hmm. like that. But um, in general, if you have decent content and it's, something that might potentially be good on Pinterest, the most chances are you'll, you'll make it in. And then if you ever have a question about it, like, Hey, I, I think you made a mistake here. I really, I mean, we've had people who reached out to me. What some have reached out to me personally and said, I don't understand why I was rejected. And sometimes it really is a mistake. I mean, sometimes we just hit the wrong button. And so I'll say, okay. Oh, you know, my bad, you know, let's get you, mm-hmm. you started. So um, it's not really that mysterious, but I guess it probably could seem that way. Right. It could be, you know, I think when you add in that element of um, there's an application process, people automatically go to that place of, ooh, am I going to get accepted or not? Or how's this going to work? You know, they get worried. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think what you said was really, really good for them to put their their mind at ease. Mm -hmm. So tell me, are there any types of niches that you're looking for? Well, um, the three big ones that I'm looking to grow as much as possible probably within the next, uh, the rest of this year are food, fashion, and beauty, cosmetics, beauty. Those are really the three big ones, um, just because those are the ones that we have a lot of brands interested in content trends in those areas. And so that's where we really want to get content in those areas. However, that doesn't mean we, we also want other content too. I mean, we, we want mm-hmm. uh, kids and family kind of friendly content. We want travel, um, health and fitness. So really anything that you'd see like in, in a, on a magazine stand, you know, 
lifestyle kind of content. We, we want that. But food, fashion, and beauty are really the big ones that we're trying to grow in this year. Okay. So tell me, like, where is the Hology heading? Like, what's on the horizon for you guys this year? Oh, we've got a really cool product that we are working on right now. Um, and it is actually not something that bloggers will necessarily see or use because it's really focused on the brands. However, it will be populated and fed by the content from the blogs in our network. And the idea is to look at uh, the data in social platforms like Facebook and try to figure out what topics and what conversations are really bubbling up to the top. And then going into Pinterest and doing the same thing and potentially other places as well, and then showing content from our network that represents those trends so that not only we'll be able to show the brands we work with, like, well, here's what the ingredient, the hot ingredients right now, you know, it's these combinations or this particular type of recipe is really hot right now. Uh, Chipotle, uh, grilled chicken or something like that. And then what we can do is then show them, here are some of the top ones from real actual blogs from our network with images and content. And then we can show that to the brands and they can then take that to either share it socially. So, you know, see what their, how their audiences respond. They could do promoted pins campaigns with it. And then the other idea is, okay, so you guys love this content. You think this trend is hot. So let's work on a sponsored content campaign. And then that will lead to paid work for bloggers to actually create. And we're doing that now. We're, we're already doing it. We just don't have the, the finished product yet. We're sort of hand, we're doing it by hand right now. Um, but you'll be able to then create those branded versions of that content um, based on your original ones that you already have in our network. That sounds really cool, especially for those who already know how to work with brands. They could probably fit into that super, super easily. Yes. And and the idea is we you you guys are the experts. You already know how to do this better than, you know, just about anybody else and how to do it efficiently so it doesn't cost a bloody fortune. Um, because, you know, I mean, sometimes brands will pay agencies or, or professional companies, you know, tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars to do things that bloggers can do for, you know, a thousand dollars or and do it even better sometimes better and get people to look at it and actually share it and engage with it. So that's really the idea. That's the whole that goes back to the whole mission of Ology, which is we just want everybody to win. We want the brands to win. We want content creators to be able to do more of what they love and to be supported for that. And we want people that are just out there looking for recipes to have better content. Right. So let's talk a little bit um, before we wrap up about the role of, you know, live video has become super huge. And you talked about following the trends on Facebook or, you know, what's kind of trending or not even necessarily like a hot topic. But how do you see video fitting in mm -hmm. into the future on Pinterest? Oh. And even with, with Ology, like, is there a place for video oh, yes. on Pinterest? Yes. I, I mean, okay. okay, well, now on Pinterest specifically, they already have video on Pinterest. Yes, you can do it, but it's not like a it's not well prominent. used. Yes. Yeah, it's not. And and I think that's just because the way that the platform is designed, it's really yeah. more for visual scanning, right? Uh, mm -hmm. And so until uh, if Pinterest decides, you know, we want to make it a lot more about video, I don't know that video is going to be that big of a deal on Pinterest. However, I will say that it, for brands, video is becoming extremely 
yeah, interesting thing, and they really like it. They want to do it, um, and I think actually that bloggers are going to help them make that leap because brands. The only kind of videos they're really used to making are TV spots or sort of videos for their website, right? So sort of yeah. like the kind of fancy video that they, you see when you go to their homepage. They don't really. Most brands are not really in the business of making short digestible, catchy little viral videos about like the little tasty videos you see on every single Facebook feed you open. I mean, obviously, (laughs) Facebook is prioritizing that. And that is Yeah, they are. And so, uh, you know, I had a a session, I have I have a local meetup here in Cincinnati for bloggers. And we had uh, a blogger named Nathan Ingalls, who has a blog called Wannabite as our speaker, and he talked about, you know, the differences between Facebook and YouTube videos, and that that Facebook people are just kind of looking, they're browsing, they see those little tasty videos, they might look at it for a few seconds, they probably don't have their sound on, so they're just sort of cruising, and they might like either click it to to save it for later, or that'll just kind of plant a little seed in their brain, versus on YouTube, I'm going on YouTube because I'm looking for something, and I'm going to sit, I'm going to watch it. So it's just a different animal, but you know, who knows how it'll manifest on Pinterest, but I can tell you for sure that brands are very interested in video and that I can't strongly recommend enough that bloggers start to implement video. However it works for you, it might not be Periscope, you know, or it might not be um, long form edited YouTube videos, but whatever works for you, just start doing it because by getting practice now and by having something to show brands, that might get you a gig that pays a really, they pay really well. Yeah, they pay a lot better than, than, you know, a short little written blog post. So I started jumping into Facebook live and doing a Monday morning show about what's happening on Pinterest, some questions that I'm seeing in my Facebook group and seeing if there's a common thread of people looking for information that previous week. And I really like it because it is, it is a different way to connect with your audience. I mean, granted, I'm not doing these awesome little tasty food, whatever, but I think people are really looking for just that live information and also that like face-to-face connection with people is becoming really, really important. And I think um, if you're going to do a video, one of the great things is still make a Pinterest image for it and put it on Pinterest so that it links back to the video. That's a really powerful way Right now, while Pinterest doesn't really support that autoplay of video or anything like that, you can do that and still have it. You can use a Hology for that awesome image. You can use, you know, putting it up to your select Pinterest board. And it works really well because people like video. And I would also add Snapchat to that. To throw oh, I can't do Snapchat. Listen, <laughs> I just can't. You and I are too old. I'm I know we are. I like Snapchat, but I'm telling you, though, it is very odd. Oh. When you, if you were born in the 70s, you just can't do it. I think it. it is. I think that that's how they purposely designed it that way. I know the they 70s. did. They're like, we need to keep these people out. <laughs> they don't belong oh. here. We are not going to make it intuitive for them. They remember the days without computers. So they're not allowed. But I will that's say hilarious. I have seen some bloggers have done some pretty neat things with Snapchat. I have too. And it's here's the thing is as a content creator, the less – tied to a particular type of content uh, form you are, the better poised you are to be successful in, in a longer term success. Because 
you know, things are going to change, but content's going to be content. So whether it's in a short video or a long video, audio, written, all of the above, it's like the more versatile you can be and just getting your content into those different kind of ways people like to, to consume it, the better chance you'll have of being successful. Yeah, I agree. I do have to admit that I'm a lurker on Snapchat. I won't use it, but I'll definitely watch what people are doing. Yeah, it's fun. You kind of feel like you're seeing a little slice of, of, of people's lives. You know, you're just seeing like a little, little bits and pieces of what they're doing. It's kind of cool. It is kind of cool. I agree. All right, Susan. So wrapping it up, tell us how we can get in touch with you or Hology. If any listeners have any questions, just let us know where we can find you. Okay. Well, you can always email me directly, Susan at Ahology.com. It's pretty simple. Uh, yep. I'm on Twitter, Susan W. Jackson. I'm also at Ahology. You can go to our website and there's two particular links I would tell you to go to. One is ahology.com slash blog. I also would recommend ahology.com slash publishers if you're going to learn more about Ahology's offerings for publishers and apply to join our network. And then finally, ahology.com slash research, which is where you can find all those cool trend reports, including the one that we just came out with a couple weeks ago about summer trends. To kind of help you map out your summer content uh, so that you can then just go sit by the pool and relax. Yes. (laughs) And can you get the editorial calendar there too? Yes. 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 Okay. That is a really, really helpful tool. If you're trying to figure out when to pin something, definitely get that because it's been super helpful to us for sure. Thank you. I'm glad. All right, Susan. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to talk about Ahology. And I really hope that our listeners head on over there and at least pick up the tools that you guys offer. Oh, thank you so much, Kate. I I enjoyed talking with you and answering your questions. And I would love to do it again sometime. Thanks a lot. Awesome. Thank you. I know many of you might already be using Ahology, but for those of you that don't, it might be worth giving it a try. Or those of you who started in the beginning but were confused and didn't know how it worked, I really hope that Susan has given you a good understanding of what their mission is and how they hope to connect content creators with brands. For all the information and show notes, go to simplepinmedia.com slash 12. Thanks so much for listening. As always, I would love it if you would leave a review in iTunes.